Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to the behind the scenes audio tour of my journey with writing and publishing books. Today I wanted to talk about staying disciplined when writing and publishing. Because the writing and publishing process isn't easy. Even though the self-publishing process is fairly streamlined and accessible for indie authors, there's still a lot to it. And you can't even get to the publishing process, after all, until you've finished writing your book. It's one thing to say you want to write a book. It's another thing to actually start writing it. And it is a whole other thing to get around to finishing your book and getting it ready for publication. There are a few things that I like to do to stay disciplined as a writer. First and foremost, as I've mentioned in, pre in previous episodes, I focus on writing for myself before I think about anyone else. When you write from the heart about topics you care about and characters you are intrigued by, then it's a lot easier to keep at it. Writing for yourself takes the pressure off of writing and makes it all about the enjoyment of it, the fun of it, before anything else. If I worried about making a certain number of sales or a certain amount of money each month from my books, then it would take a lot of the enjoyment out of the writing process. When you're writing your books, you can't think about the marketing side of it. You can't think about how much this book is going to make you. And for me, knowing that the freelancing and teaching side of my business bring in the bulk of my income, that takes the pressure off of writing. In that case, because I'm having fun with it, because I'm focusing on what makes me happy as a writer, then it doesn't feel like a chore to sit down and write on a regular or and a consistent basis. Second, I set myself a daily word count. I use a spreadsheet which has different columns for each of the following. The date word count at start of day, word count at end of day, words written that day, word count goal for that day, and word count goal to date. When I'm working on a new novel, I get that entire spreadsheet set up so that the dates and word count goals are already pre-filled in. That way I can see how many words I need to write on which days, and I can see if I am on track with my word count goal to complete the novel by a particular deadline that I had already set. Setting this daily word count goal for myself and tracking all of it makes the entire process feel much less daunting and really ensures that I stick to my time frame. Having a plan to write somewhere around a thousand words in a day is considerably less intimidating than knowing I need to write a 50,000 word novel. Daily word counts break down the book into manageable, bite-sized pieces. And the word count goal that you have in a day will vary dramatically depending on the book itself, your life circumstances at that point in time, and so on. Maybe for you right now, it's 250 words in a day, or 500 words, or 1500 words, or more. Your word count goal will be personal to you regardless of the amount that you choose from one day to the next as your daily word count goal, having that word count goal at all will keep you on track and making progress over time. Every bit makes a difference over the long haul. And you can always speed up the process if you really want to by condensing your writing time from one month to the next, such as participating in National Novel Writing Month. The third thing that I do to stay disciplined with writing is to publicly announce the book launch day. 
Now, every time I write a new book in the Polyamorous Passions series, I already have the next book available on Kobo for pre-order. The date isn't always completely set in stone, but it still gives me an idea of when I will need to have that book ready by. And if I do happen to change the publication day, I always like to finalize it quite a few weeks in advance so that anyone who might have pre-ordered and be waiting around for the book won't get a shock of a change in schedule just a few days before it was planned to be released, for example. Besides having the book available for pre-order, I also talk about the publication day on Twitter or in my Instagram stories. When people are theoretically expecting my books to be available by a certain date, assuming that I have readers out there, (laughs) um, it makes it much more likely for me to actually make it happen, right? If that public um, announcement of a book launch day is out there, then I want to commit to it. I feel very strongly when it comes to sticking to deadlines that other people might be counting on me for. So announcing it publicly is something that happens to work really well for my personality. Fourth, I have book editing and marketing checklists for myself, which include timelines of what to do eight weeks before the book launch, seven weeks before the book launch date, and so on. When I compare those tasks to my writing goal spreadsheet, it makes it easier to focus on what specifically needs to get done at what time so that I don't feel too overwhelmed at any given point. I don't have to worry about other things that I'll need to do three weeks down the line if I'm eight weeks out because I know that at that point, at that three-week mark, I'll be all ready. I've got my checklist. Nothing's going to slip through the cracks that I want to be able to do. These book editing and book marketing checklists are frankly something that could be a whole other conversation topic in and of themselves, so I'd be really happy to share more about them at another time. But as you might have noticed, I am a big fan of having things on paper in the calendar to keep track of what has been done and still needs to get done when it comes to writing and publishing books, or let's be honest, just about anything else in my business. The fifth thing that I like to do to stay disciplined with writing and publishing books is to set aside dedicated time to work on them. So if I find myself struggling to get the writing done, or if I find that a lot of other tasks are eating up my time, then I like to take a step back and adjust my schedule for the upcoming weeks to reprioritize. That might mean that I put some projects on the back burner or that I plan to spend a certain number of days working at a coffee shop because I do some of my best writing at coffee shops. Or it might mean that I block off specific days of the week to focus only on book projects and do nothing else in my business during that time. I found this to be especially helpful earlier this year when I caught it really nasty cold and I fell behind on my book writing and book editing plans. I had to figure out at that point how to make enough space in my schedule to catch up on my goals and my deadlines for those book projects without completely letting other things in my business slide. Just blocking off the time for it and seeing it written into the daily planner as something I was going to do that particular day can sometimes be enough. I want to note here as well that the more you keep writing, the more you'll want to keep writing and the easier it will be to keep writing. When writing is a regular, consistent habit, then it's not so difficult to be disciplined with it. And when we talk about writing as a habit, again, what that looks like is going to be different for everyone. 
Some people might write every day, other people once a week, some might want to write 2,000 words in one sitting, and someone else might want to get 50 words on paper. There are no rules when it comes to writing, and one way of doing it isn't necessarily better than another. It's all about figuring out the right method for you at this point in your writing journey. Remember that just because these methods work well for me doesn't necessarily mean that they will be a great fit for you. We all need to find our own way of doing things to keep at it. But even if these methods I've outlined here aren't quite right for you, hopefully they will still give you some inspiration for what to try yourself when it comes to staying disciplined as a writer. At the end of the day, we get to choose what we prioritize. For many years, I didn't prioritize writing books. I had other things that I decided were more important, and I focused on them instead. And that's okay. It's okay to prioritize one thing over another. But it's important to be active in our choices with what we prioritize. Disciplining ourselves is really all about taking that active choice in prioritizing different things in our lives and our business. So I will leave you with that thought for today. I hope you found this episode useful for staying disciplined with your own projects. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on staying disciplined in any aspect of life or in business. Do any of these strategies particularly resonate with you? Are there other methods that you like to use? Feel free to email hello at saganmorrow.com or connect with me at saganlives on Twitter or Instagram to chat about it. Thanks so much, and I will see you in the next audio recording.